Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Well, hello, my friends. And welcome to episode number 36 of the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. Okay, guys. Oh, oh boy. (laughs) I've got an absolutely amazing story for you today. And I am so honored and so excited to be able to share it with you. It comes from one of the newest members of my Inner Circle Coaching Program. Her name's Abby. And you'll soon find that she's also one of the most courageous and most authentic people that you've ever encountered. I messaged Abby. I asked if I could share her story. And she said, oh my goodness, absolutely. And I said, okay, are you sure? Is it okay if I share like all parts of your story? She said, look, I don't want to sugarcoat things for people. Weight loss can be hard, but in the end, it changes your life completely for the better. So here's the deal, gang. I'm going to make you a promise. I'm making you a promise that if you will just pay attention to Abby's story, you will truly learn the secrets to successfully losing weight and transforming your body. Like, I remember back when I was a kid playing video games, if someone had already, like, beaten a certain level of a game, I don't even know if that's how video games are anymore, but like back when I was a kid and you were playing Super Mario Brothers or something like that, you had to beat, like, you know... you progress from level one to level two to level three, and you had to beat these levels, and there were all kinds of things that you had to overcome. Well, if someone had already beaten a certain level, they knew all the secrets. They could tell you exactly what to do, what not to do, like what to look out for, the secret pitfalls, and the secret tricks to help you along the way. They knew all the stuff that would take you weeks and weeks, or even months and months of playing to figure out and to learn. Well, Abby has played the weight loss game, and she's winning. She's beaten certain levels. And if you'll just pay attention to her story and learn from it, it will literally save you years, not weeks or months, but it will save you years of frustration and heartache, confusion and tears, honestly. And to help make sure that you don't miss any of like the super important take home points, here's what I'm going to do. As I share her story, I'll kind of hit the pause button from time to time And I'll point out specific parts that hold like a really powerful weight loss truth or what some would call a weight loss secret. Something that you just absolutely don't need to miss. So grab a cup of coffee, probably grab some tissues (laughs) and get ready to have your mind blown and to be more inspired than you can ever remember. Okay, you ready? Here we go. In Abby's words, she says, I'll give you the whole nine yards if that's okay. I have a slightly different story than most coming for coaching for weight loss. I apologize for the book, but I want to give you the full story before asking for some help. I have been overweight my entire life, starting from when I was a little girl in kindergarten, standing almost a foot taller than my classmates and already wearing extra large clothing. I had always been the bigger girl, and thankfully as a child, I was not bullied for my weight. I still grew up super self-conscious. As a senior in high school, I hit 310 pounds at six foot one. 
I did not enjoy sports. Walking to classes hurt, and I hated more than anything how out of breath I was all the time. But I had always been the big girl, so I thought it would never change. Boom, right there. Let's hit the pause button. Oh, gang, this breaks my heart. It breaks my heart because I know just how true it is. I've heard this story before. I see it all the time. People, even though they don't realize it, people take on an identity and just assume that's the way they will always be. Think about it. When we're young, we're told that we can be anything we want to be, right? But then we grow up. And somehow, gradually, over time, like through that process of growing up, we accept this idea of what or who we are. And we no longer believe we can be what we truly want to be. Well, I've got news for you, gang. When it comes to your body and health, there's a good chance you've just accepted your fate. You probably think, well, I'm just a fat guy, or I'm just a chubby girl, and I'll always be that way. Like Abby said, I had always been the big girl, so I thought it would never change. Look, guys, gals, listen up, listen up. If you hear nothing else, hear this. That simply is not true. When it comes to your body, you can be anything you want to be. You can lose weight and have amazing health. It is possible. It is within your reach, I promise. And I've got tons and tons of stories to prove it. All kinds of people who have lost weight, kept it off, and totally changed their life. And just like them, just like Abby, you can do this. And it all starts with understanding that something only becomes your identity when you start believing it. I want to say it again. Write it down. Hear me. Something only becomes your identity when you start believing it. Don't let your body become your identity. Your body can and will change the shape and size of your body. It's temporary. It's transitioning always. The incredible, amazing, beautiful, capable, and loved human being that you are, that is not temporary. That is real and unchanging. So don't let your body become your identity. I mean, to prove this point, <laughs> guys, a, a teacher, a teacher like in school once told Thomas Edison that he was too stupid to learn anything. Now, can you imagine if he would have taken that on as his identity? You are not your body. You are not what other people say. You are not what your brain tells you you are. You are not the number on the scales. You are not the size of the clothes you wear. You are not even the reflection in the mirror. Those things are not who you are. You, my friend, are an amazing, incredible, capable, beautiful human being with limitless potential who can accomplish any freaking thing you want, period. And the more you take that on as your identity, the happier you'll be and the more results you'll get. I promise. Okay, let's continue. Abby, Abby continued. She said, I've tried all the fad diets in the book. Atkins, keto, vegetarian, and the military diet, to name a few. For a very long time, I had the mindset that I needed to lose as much weight as I could in a very short time because weight loss was painful, and I hated it. Okay, guys and gals, look, this right here, this is one of the biggest and most common mistakes that people make. 
I've touched on this in past episodes. Heck, I even mentioned it in the very last episode, and I'll probably devote an entire episode to it in the future. But the bottom line is this. Weight loss is not like getting a college degree. You can't rush through it because you don't like it or you don't enjoy it and then be done. You can do that in college, you know, study up, take extra classes, do Maymester, whatever, and go, 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 go. And you, you finish soon, sooner rather than later, and you've got your college degree and you'll always have it for the rest of your life. That's not how weight loss works. Weight loss is more like raising kids or growing a garden. It's an amazingly challenging, but also amazingly rewarding process. And it's never really over. It takes commitment, consistency, and some sacrifice along the way. So if you can't see yourself doing some diet or extreme weight loss challenge six months from now, forget about six weeks from now. If you can't see yourself doing it six months from now or a year from now, then don't even start. (laughs) It's not the thing for you. Okay, so let's continue. Abby said she had tried all the fad diets and, and weight loss was miserable for her. So she wanted to lose as much weight as she could in a very short period of time. She goes on to say, nothing worked for me at the time, and I slowly crept from 310 to over 375 in the next couple of years. Fast forward to 2016, where I spent the first two-thirds of the year thinking I had a long bout of the stomach flu. I was a full-time wedding photographer at the time and needed to be able to get through 12 to 15-hour intense wedding days filled with about 10 miles of walking. Instead, I found myself bedridden, not able to leave the house for more than a couple hours without being totally exhausted. I was nauseated most of the time and started dropping weight really quickly towards the end of the summer. Even though my eating habits were horrible, all I drank was sugary soda and Gatorade, and the only food I could keep down was usually fried. There were so many signs that my health was not in check. Okay, gang, for a lot of people... And maybe this is true for you. It's so much easier to just ignore the obvious, to just ignore that our body isn't healthy and just focus on something else and hope it will go away. It's like the elephant in the room, but instead of addressing and wrestling with the elephant, we just ignore it. All the while, it's in the back of our mind and we never have any rest or peace from it because we know the truth. It's like we're just waiting for the ticking time bomb of our poor health to explode. Maybe it's diabetes. Maybe it's a heart attack. Maybe it's gout or terrible arthritis. Maybe it's high blood pressure and high cholesterol and being forced to get put on seven different medications that cause you to feel crappy. Regardless, it doesn't matter what it is. We must acknowledge that in life, and especially with our body, we rarely just wander into really good things. We must Be intentional about it. Abby went on to explain the signs that her health was not good. She said, my body ached all the time. I couldn't walk for more than a couple feet without wanting to pass out. My limbs were tingling. I couldn't keep food down for months. My mouth was dry and I had to pee all the time. I had every sign of diabetes, but I couldn't face it. That is until one day I was shooting a wedding and passed out in front of everyone. The night before, I couldn't keep a bite down and was up the entire night with an upset stomach. I went to breakfast with my best friend who was helping during the wedding day and was so exhausted after eating that I needed to go lay down for a half hour. I didn't know how I didn't know how I was going to make it through the day, but I was going to die trying, and I almost did. After passing out, I went home 
and thought my flu had returned worse than ever. I drank 12 or more 32-ounce Gatorades with no food or water. To put that in perspective, I drank almost 600 grams of sugar in a couple of hours. I didn't know how detrimental this was. I had always heard that when you were sick, you needed to hydrate. Water at the time tasted disgusting to me, like lake water. And the only thing that didn't make me throw up immediately was that Gatorade. I was so thirsty that I drank it all in less than two hours. I thought I was doing the right thing, but little did I know that I was so close to dying. And all that sugar about put me over the edge. Whew. Okay. Wow. Let's stop right, right here. Because I don't want you to miss what Abby shared about what her body was craving, okay? This is unbelievable. It's unbelievable what happened with Abby. But the, one of the big take-homes here, listen, hear me out, guys. She said, water at the time tasted disgusting to me, like lake water. And then a little bit earlier, I don't know if you remember, she, she also mentioned the only food I could keep down was usually fried. Guys, she's not making excuses, See, the crazy and unfortunate fact is often the unhealthier our body gets, like the, in, you guys hear me talk about it, the internal ecosystem of your body, like the inside, the unhealthier that gets, the more we crave and desire the very things that are worse for it. I liken this to what I call food porn. See, researchers say that people who are addicted to pornography eventually progress to a place that quote-unquote normal sexual activity with a partner doesn't arouse them at all. Instead, they constantly need something more extreme and more taboo to become aroused. Now, you may think I'm off in left field, but just hang with me. See, I believe the exact same thing can be true with food. The more rich, sugary, salty, and heavy your food has been, suddenly an apple has no flavor. And a grilled chicken breast tastes like a dried-out piece of leather. Green beans taste like plastic. Your taste buds are no longer aroused by the very things that feed and nourish your body in a healthy way. Over time, if you are not careful, your mouth and body are not satisfied with anything less than food porn. It's, it sounds like a crazy analogy. I get it, but it's just true, and it's the way it works. Abby continues her story. She says, as you can guess, I had diabetes. That night, I ended up being rushed to the hospital by an ambulance. I had to have my blood sugar tested in the lab because it was too high to read with normal machines. I ended up with a blood sugar sitting at over 1,000. I think it was 1,007 to be exact. But I don't remember much from those three days in the ICU. They told my mom I wasn't going to make it through the night without a massive stroke from my blood sugar levels. And most likely... At my weight of almost 400 pounds, I wouldn't live through that stroke. By the grace of God, thank God, I was released a couple days later with a new life ahead of me, counting carbs and watching blood sugar and taking medicine, and the list goes on and on and on. I was beyond overwhelmed and hated needles. So having to take insulin was a whole ordeal every time. I hated this new life, and I hated that I had done it to myself. Look, guys, it's a simple choice. 
you will choose to change or you will be forced to change. You may think you don't like exercising or eating vegetables right now, but guess what? You're not going to like that other stuff that you'll eventually be forced into either. (laughs) Just like Abby didn't like needles and now she was stuck with them. No pun intended. Sorry, didn't mean that come out that way. But even with all of this, even with everything Abby had experienced, things still didn't quite click. She says, you would think this would have been the point where I got my life together and started losing weight, right? Well, it should have been, but it wasn't. It took almost another two whole years for me to face the fact that I wasn't going to lose weight and have the life I wanted if I wasn't willing to put the work in. I'll include some photos at the end of this email, but stepping into the gym weighing over 350 pounds was one of the hardest things I've ever done. As I mentioned, I'm tall, so I'm not easily ignored. On top of that, I was obviously obese and must have looked terrified walking into the cardio room. Okay, gang. Two big things right here. Number one, if you want to lose weight and you haven't already, then you need to face the fact, just like Abby did, that to have the life and the body you want, you have to put in the work. Look, marketers promise you magic pills and potions, and they offer special programs that melt fat like butter. And before we realize it, we're brainwashed into believing we can get results without having to do all the things we really don't want to do. And that's wrong. It's just wrong. It's not how it works. To lose weight, to achieve incredible health, and to truly change your body, you've got to exercise consistently. You must be active, period. Now, speaking of the exercise, Abby said specifically, she said, stepping into the gym weighing over 350 pounds was one of the hardest things I've ever done. And guys, I know it's not just for Abby. And it's not just for people weighing 350 pounds. Stepping into a gym for a lot of people can be the most terrifying and the hardest thing they've ever done. Whether they weigh 200 pounds, 250 pounds, or they just have a little bit of a a roll or a beer belly, roll around their midsection or a beer belly, or they feel like their thighs are too fat, whatever. It can be one of the most terrifying things ever. And this breaks my heart. Oh, I hate it. It like totally crushes my heart. And here's why. I've lived in the gym, my whole life. (laughs) I've been a trainer for over 20 years. I've been Mr. Fittest Guy in the Gym bodybuilding champion. And I know countless other trainers and bodybuilders and powerlifting champions like the pros, right? And guess what? Without exception, we all, they all love, love seeing someone like Abby come to the gym. We're secretly rooting for her and for people like her. We're not judging We're cheering like we're fired up. Listen, the people that seem the most intimidating, like the strongest, the fittest, the most confident people in the gym, they are typically the nicest and most helpful. And if you experience anything different than that, then quit and go to a different gym. Seriously, like that's not how it should be. Okay, off my soapbox. Let's get back to Abby's incredible story here. So she's in the gym putting in the work. She was terrified of the whole experience, and she said, but I did it anyway. I kept showing up back to the gym, and I wasn't losing massive amounts of weight as my nutrition really wasn't in check at all, but I started to become addicted to the stress relief I felt after working out. A mile on the elliptical felt like 10 miles to me at the time, but I showed up and put in the work. 
Okay, gang, right here. This is another of the biggest and most common mistakes that people make. Someone decides they want to lose it, just like Abby did. I mean, I'm not faulting her for this. This is amazing. But someone decides they want to lose weight and they and get in shape, and the first thing they do, boop, they go join a gym and they start working out, and they don't change their food at all. And then they just assume they'll lose some weight from the workouts alone, or they get really aggressive and they think that they can outwork what they eat. Look, turn up your volume. Please listen. I've been preaching this since 1998 (laughs) when it was really not cool to say. Nutrition, what you eat or don't eat and what you drink or don't drink is the number one most important thing when it comes to how your body looks and feels. There's no doubt about it. You cannot outrun your fork. You cannot outwork a crappy diet. It just doesn't work. But maybe the worst part about this whole attempt, about this whole approach, is that before long, you'll begin to see exercise as punishment for what you ate. So suddenly, not only is exercise not helping you lose weight, like you don't see it on the scales, it's starting to work against you mentally. There's so much more I could share here. I mean, I could go, woo, I could go deep into this. So trust me, I'll definitely do an episode on it in the future. But let's get back to the story at hand here. After Abby had been putting in the work at the gym, but not really losing much weight, she decided to address her nutrition. And she says, after trying keto for months, dot, dot, dot. And that, my friends, is the cliffhanger. <laughs> There's so much more to her story, and I'm so excited to share it. We will pick up the rest of this incredible story in the next episode. And just you wait. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it. Mm, it's, it's so good. So until then, my friends, don't you ever forget, there is more to your body than how much you weigh. And losing weight is really about gaining life and loving life and living the life that you really want. Ah, so do it. Go, do it now. I can't wait to see you all again for the conclusion of Abby's amazing weight loss journey. And I got a surprise for you too coming with the next episode. So if you haven't already, subscribe and be sure to tune in for the next episode. You guys are amazing. God bless. Much love. Bye-bye.